Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Whoa, whoa. Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast here at the Raiders Henderson facility. We normally don't shoot the podcast here, um, but logistically this week, just a lot of things going on. So I'm here. Zeke just left a few minutes ago, and we are excited about today's podcast. Man, Zeke, there's so much to talk about. And I'm going to tell you this. You and I are both people who see life through a prism of um half full not half empty it's nice to have some good stuff to talk about i we're not afraid to talk about when things aren't good but man isn't it a lot nicer <laughs> listen we've spent the first eight weeks on the negative side of things and uh you know it, that's uh, not true that's well, not true the first three weeks we didn't because remember we gave them 20 games uh that's true that's true it, it, it was really after like you said that first three games uh stretch it kind of uh, got a little rocky there, but it's definitely good to be on this side of things. The locker room is different. We feel different. The media room was different this week. It, it, it just flows through the whole organization. Agreed. Now, as you can see behind me, I mean, there's the podium where the press conferences took place. Uh, uh, Patrick Graham and Bo Hardigree both just had their press conferences. We got so much to talk about today, Zeke, so let's just kind of dig right in. First, I want to talk about um, – in my question answer article today, I had a person talk about thinking that Aiden O'Connell was a superstar. And listen, he had a very good game. I think he would have had that good of a game in LA and they would have beat the Chargers if Josh Jacobs would not have been so committed to a system. But I think it's unfair. He did exactly what they asked him to do. They got a lead, so he, he has not had to go out and, okay, we got to skip the game plan and go win us a game yet. I'm not making excuses. I think the kid has potential to be really, really good. 
But I also don't think it's fair to label the rook with the, you know, with you're a superstar and all of that. Let's just tap the brakes a little bit. I'm not being negative. I think he was great. But let's tap the brakes. And I think in our article, that and somebody called him, we've got our Ken Stabler. Man, that's not fair to the kid. Let him just come along and develop. Do you agree with my analysis there? But then I want to say they're not hiding their excitement about him in this building. His teammates and his coaches aren't, are they? Oh, listen, everybody's excited about Aiden, and they're making it very well known in terms of how excited they are and, and how much they believe in him. Uh, but to your point, uh, I think the, the label of superstar uh, is is really the word super, right? That's the You can be a star. You can even be a potential star, right? But there is a difference between star, superstar, um, and, and Aiden hasn't quite gotten there yet. And I don't think Aiden would say he's gotten there yet. I mean, just from, you know, we, we've been around him enough. We've talked to him enough to kind of know his demeanor. I think even Aiden would say, hey, Pump your brakes. It was game two. But what I will say is that in his second start, he looked tremendously better than he did in that first start all the way around to the no turnovers, to leading the offense, um, to, to the no sacks. He just looked like a competent quarterback. Uh, and just what maybe what was the difference about six weeks ago that he started in L.A.? So uh, he's made a lot of progress. Obviously, you throw him with, with Bo, a new uh, offensive coordinator. That helps, too. Uh, but not quite a superstar yet. But I, I think he has potential to, to definitely be a starter going forward. And oh, what a difference a coach makes. I mean, you saw with Josh McDaniels, he was married to his system. That's why I talked about when they played Monday night in Detroit. You could see what he wanted to do, but it, it, it wasn't working. Yes. Bo comes in. By the way, I don't know about you. I was so impressed with his press conference today. I thought him and Patrick were both great. I thought Antonio yesterday was fantastic. I mean, three press conferences in two days, and, and the Raiders have knocked them all out of the park. Bo's ability to adapt and change was phenomenal. Listen, Antonio Pierce deserves all the praise. Let's not pretend like he doesn't. But you heard me ask a very direct question of Bo. And by the way, I encourage you, if you didn't watch Antonio's press comments yesterday, go do it. We've got the video up. Go watch Bo and Patrick. They're both up already. But what stood out to me, Zeke, was when, and I addressed it yesterday in the podcast a little bit, Antonio knew what he wanted and he knew, okay, I'm making a change at OC and he knew he wanted hard agree. And he sits down with him, tells him what he wants and bam, Bo blows him out of the water. Cause everything Bo had was what was on Pierce's sheet. And you saw it again today where, where he talked, I mean, he's talking to players. Um, I was texting with a player yesterday and who just said to me, it was great. Guys coming off the field, telling Bo what they see. He's asking them, is there anything you think we can do different? Is there something we're missing? It, I mean, he's talking to Antonio on the sideline. It just the communication exponentially different. Your thoughts on Bo today? thousand percent. Um, I was very impressed with both today. I was impressed with him last week when he first uh, came to the media. Um, and I was impressed with his game plan on, on Sunday. Uh, I, I think two things stand out about Bo. Uh, we've talked a lot about Antonio being a former player. Um, I think the same goes for Bo. I think what you saw on Sunday was a play caller that has been in, in the quarterback's shoes, which is important because that's been the biggest weakness for the Raiders this year was quarterback. So I think for you to have a rookie quarterback starting in the second game, new OC, but the OC 
as a former quarterback himself, that that's that's priceless. And I think you saw the difference there. So I, I think sometimes, you know, maybe being a former player can be a little bit overrated, but not when it comes to a head coach that's, you know, can help lead a defense. He's won a Super Bowl before and not with the OC that's played quarterback before. And your biggest weakness has been quarterback. So I was very impressed by that. Um, and I'd also say the fact that you got to think about how many boxes Bo checked off. You got to think your running game got going. You almost you hit over 100 yards. He completed passes to eight different receivers. That's something that's been uh, uh, difficult for the Raiders this year. And then go look at the specific receivers. Hunter Renfro got his passes. Granted, it was only about 32 yards I think he had for the game. But look how he looked when he caught those balls, right? Michael Mayer getting involved. You had um, you had a receiver rushing. Like everything you can imagine this offense doing, he gave you a sample of that on Sunday. So it was very, very impressed about I'm going to give you a couple other things that stood out to me. I had a couple people ask me to ask the coaches about Renfro, and, and I want you people to know I don't need to. Getting Hunter back in the rotation and back part of the game plan was part of the plan. I didn't have to ask him. I already knew it was. Um, and they want to do more with him. They think his style, what he does, um, a lot of people feel like he's maybe lost a step which I think that's probably a little fair to say, but he's still, with the way he moves, he is a he's classic for a rookie quarterback that they're asking to not go out and have to win a game, but go, go out and, 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 and to manage and gain some confidence. Down the road, I think Aiden has a chance of being a quarterback that can go win him a game. And we're definitely going to have to see that with the, the Chiefs and the Dolphins exactly. and that stuff exactly. coming up. Chances. But – Hunter is definitely part of the game plan. It was good to see. I, I thought it was hilarious. Hunter was a different guy in the locker room um, before the game, after the game, probably yeah. anywhere else. It was good to see. Your thoughts on, on on really making Hunter more part of the game? I think so on a very superficial level, I think the receivers on the team, I think the offense, I think his, te his teammates love Hunter Renfro. I think they all do. So I think when he gets, you know, the play, the passes that we think that he should get, the touches or the targets that we think he should get, I think everybody's happy. I think certain players like a Devontae will say, hey, give me one or two less targets, go get Hunter some, right? So I think it, it actually gives the team energy when Hunter gets his chance to shine. Um, I, I think in the offseason, in uh, training camp, I liked what I had saw from Hunter. I thought he had came back. I thought he looked closer to his normal, healthy self. Lost a step maybe, but he's still effective, right? Uh, specifically at yards after catch, right? Draw those plays up where you can get the ball in his hands quickly. Let him see what he can go do. Add 10, 20 yards to a catch. He's priceless, especially when you're throwing with Devontae, Jacoby, uh, and all the other receiving threats they have. Hunter is the X, it could be an X factor going forward. All right, so I am about something. At how many people have sent me emails? I want to know why the Raiders get to smoke at Allegiant Stadium. Did they get fined? I'm like, dear God. You know, there are some people that will win the lottery and bitch about having to pay the taxes. They pay taxes, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not going to go ask, did anybody get fined? No, I'm not. Just enjoy a win. Are you surprised? I mean, that has gone... You kids will call it viral with everybody yeah. wanting to talk about it. Are, are you surprised how big of a deal is it they had a cigar? Uh, how in terms of them having a cigar? Yes. Uh, but I think I think what people might not be saying and what they might not be understanding that they feel is the fact they're just not used to seeing things like that. Right. They're not used to being, you know, having that kind of uh, up close contact with the guys in the locker room after a game. And then to see that. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what it is. So um, I think, you know, a lot of people don't understand that these guys needed to let loose, 
right? It's been a long, it hasn't even been seven days since Josh got fired, right? Or it's just pulling up on seven days. So it's been a long week for these guys. They need to let down. They played great, right? The cigars were, it was bigger than, are they going to get in trouble, right? It was, hey, they're letting loose. They're having fun. They're back to all that talk that they did this last week about playing loose, being, you know, like a kid again. It wasn't just lip service. They meant it and they played like it. Somebody asked me if I smoked a cigar. First of all, I don't smoke at all. Uh, I I hate the smell personally. I'm and actually most people don't know this. I'm actually allergic to it, but I'm not complaining or anything like that. But it was funny because somebody offered me one. I'm like, no thanks. First of all, even if I did, I wouldn't have done it. It's not my job to celebrate. Yeah. I'm, I'm a media guy. But I thought I thought it was fun. I had no issue with it. I had no problem with it. Nothing. I. I just learned I, during the game, I made this comment. Some of you are saying, yeah, but it's only against the New York Giants. And I'm like, wait a minute. No one said it wasn't the New York Giants. Yeah. But just enjoy today. Man, I bet I muted 15 people. You blankety blank, mother blanker. I'm, just because I told them, enjoy the day. Just yeah. a, it's a win. Don't apologize for a win in the NFL. I don't care who you're playing. And yeah. you know what? I've covered this team for four years. It's nice to see them beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Yeah. That, like, come on. They were supposed to beat the Chicago Bears a couple weeks ago, and everyone remembers how disappointing it was that they lost the game we all thought they should have won. So, yeah, it does feel good to go win the games you're supposed to win. So, yeah, it's happy for those guys for sure. Um, I had a uh, uh, person question, one of our listeners, about really wanting to see this. They they were basically asking me because AP gave him a couple days off. And I talked about in practices, there's going to be a lot of learning, less physicality because we're in the middle of the season. And I thought the person had a great question. I wanted you and I to address it. They're concerned that if they take physicality out of it, the team's not going to be tough. So there's a couple things I want to address. First of all, it is normal in the NFL with most franchises not called New England, anyways, uh, or the former Raiders, that as the season goes on, physicality goes down because guys are already – I mean, at this point in the season, if you've played it all, everybody's hurt, and there's a difference between hurt and injured. And so, you know what, if, they, if you're giving us everything you want physically on Sunday, then we're going to go ahead, institute a bunch of new stuff, do walkthroughs. They're still going to do pads a little bit, not yep. saying they're not, but that's normal in the National Football League because you, listen, you want your guys down the stretch. You want them healthy as well, as healthy as they're going to get. That's what you desperately want. I have no issue with it. I think it's smart, and I think it's allowing Bo and Antonio to institute some new stuff. They're still going to hit. It's just going to be limited because Antonio knows. He's been there. He was a player. Bo Hardigree played at Tennessee. They, uh, AP, uh, I mean, uh, Patrick, they understand what's it do for us if, bam, Max delivers a hit and we lose a guy. I mean, it just makes no sense whatsoever and so I understand the person's question, but I think it's fair to when you explain it that way for people to understand your thoughts. 
Yeah, you got to think about it, right? These guys are going out there on Sunday and laying it all on the line. I, the worst thing that can happen is you lose a, a, a player, however good or bad they are, uh, but you lose a starting player in practice, right? It's a friendly fire. Uh, there's no more useless and pointless thing to do than that. And then you got to think these guys are professional. Most of these guys have been playing football since they were 6, 8, 10, 12 years old. Uh, at this point, they they have pretty much what you need down to be successful. Uh, and what they need more than anything, like you said, is that mental work because football is in large part mental. Uh, so you got a new coordinator in um, on the offensive side of the ball. You have a new head coach in. Take that physicality down. Let those guys get healthy. Right. And then work on the mental side of things. And they're just going to play even cleaner as the season goes on. Yeah, I want to get to another issue. Um, as you know, I had an article today that just my my question and answer article. Holy Toledo. Yeah. Um, and in that article, Zeke, I talked about Jarrett Stidham. And a lot of people remember last year when I made the comment he was not going to get a chance to compete for the uh, starter's job, and they and they wanted to move on. Now, I also addressed in the question-answer article, I stand behind my reporting 110% um, in the way I report. I asked, and you know, you're in the press rooms. Am I not asking the tough questions? You're asking the toughest questions. Okay. And am I not asking the questions that made Josh uncomfortable? Agreed. And it's there for everybody to see, right? Like it's, it's there for everyone. In fact, to see. I got, I had to yell at this guy because <laughs> I said to him, Zeke, because you, you used to crack up laughing because Josh got so uncomfortable with my questions. And it wasn't that you were disrespectful of Josh. Yeah. I'm like, Zeke, because you'd say, man, you notice how uncomfortable he gets. Don't you show your face, Zeke. Just, yeah. <laughs> Stay to stick to the process. Anyways, but I, I'm concerned when people have revisionist history. I told you I used to work with a guy. Not on my, I, he didn't work for me, but I worked with him. He's a colleague who was a mouthpiece of an organization, and then that th those guys get fired, and now he dish and dirt. No, we yeah. stand by what we reported the whole time because that's our job as reporters. You don't have to give every detail. But we made it very clear. People were frustrated with Josh. Um, there was a lot of frustration. But let's go back to Jared. And so Dave Ziegler, I know this for a fact, really wanted to sign uh, Jared Stidham. He thought he had played well enough to get the opportunity to compete. Um, after the season, I'm going to write an article, the 10 biggest disagreements that uh, Ziegler and, and Josh had. Someone said to me, are you now an apologist protecting Ziegler? No, not at all. I think there were some things he could have done to have kept his job, and he didn't. So, I mean, he deserved it. And I'm friends with these guys. Yeah. A am I not, Zeke? You are, more than most people know. <laughs> okay. But you know that. And But my point is, it's just the reality. He didn't do what he needed to do to keep his job and got fired. He failed. And yeah. so, but... Uh, I found it interesting that and that Josh didn't want Jared, and so he was able to go. So now I'm able, you know, I, I'm not able to share that. Um, why would I do that and have caused division? That's not my job to be a division causer. My job's to report news, not to create it. But I found I found that was very very fascinating. Um, how that went viral was that fascinating to you a little bit? 
Yeah. Um, well, it was fascinating in terms of the article itself, right, and the details in the article. Uh, but I think the details were so interesting that I'm not surprised that it went viral. Um, it, it gave it a lot of insight in terms of uh, interesting topics in the Raiders organization. And it shows that, hey, the situation they're in and they've been in this season, it didn't just start this season. It didn't just start with Jimmy Garoppolo. It, it's, it's There's stuff before this season that's happened that has played a large part in where they are right now. So, yes, that article was very, very uh, insightful. Um, and it gave a lot of details that I don't think most people would have known. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's keep moving along. Um, Derek Carr, and and I, I don't want to keep going back and berating this, but I think it's a very, very valid point. Um, him and Josh were not going to work. There wasn't animosity. Josh didn't hate him, nor did he hate Josh. I, I think there was frustration with the rigidity of Josh Jacob. In fact, I, I'm Josh McDaniels. In fact, I, I I say I think I know. And so I I think it was. Someone basically said to me today, a couple people, do you regret piling on car? I don't think I piled on car at all. Uh, in fact, his family, via social media, thanked me for being fair. I just think it was a marriage that was not going to work as long as Josh McDaniels was rigid. And I think it was good for Derek to go somewhere else. And if, you're, if, if your quarterback's not going to be allowed to quarterback, I think it was good for the franchise to move on. Now, I, I also reported that Dave Ziegler vehemently did not want to sign Jimmy Garoppolo. Vehemently. But Dave Ziegler had a boss, and his name was Josh McDaniels. That's why J Jimmy Garoppolo is on the roster. Talk about that for a little bit about the car thing. I don't think we piled on at all. I think we just reported the truth. And I said, Derek's a friend of mine. I'm, I want Derek to do well. I don't wish him any harm at all. He's a great man. But I'm glad he got out because can you imagine what this season would have been? I bet Derek's looking at all that's going on thinking, thank you, Jesus, I'm not part yes. of that. Yeah, I think I think well, first things first, in terms of the reporting, I think the reporting was fine. I think it was pretty uh, you know, middle of the road in terms of what it was that was being reported. Um, I remember reading uh one of your articles that went in depth about uh the end of the marriage between uh Carr and the team, and I felt like it was very fair. Um, but yes, I do think uh Carr, you know, getting out of the situation ahead of time, it might it wasn't pretty in terms of how it went down, but I think the results, the back end of things, I think he's probably looking back at things and he's like, you know what, I'm glad. You know, I'm glad I got out when I did. So um, I think, you know, the rigidity, uh, you know, the rigidness that you spoke to in terms of Josh McDaniels, I think, uh, you know, it rubbed Carr the wrong way. But I also think off based off of what we've seen the last week, it rubbed a lot it of rubbed others. That's that's what I'm saying. I think it rubbed a lot of other people the wrong way, too. Um, so I think Carr was just in. I think he's the quarterback, right? He's the franchise quarterback. So, you know, it's a little bit different when the head coach is not on the same page as the franchise quarterback than, you know, maybe someone else. So I think both just had very strong personalities. They were on the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, and, you know, they are, they both are where they are now. You know what I mean? So I think Carr is happier. I think now that, you know, the Raiders have APN, you know, they're happier. So, but could I, could you, or I imagine, you know, Carr being the starting quarterback through all of this, this year. I, now, I, let I me ask this question though, but could you picture Derek Carr with Bo Hardegree? The play actions, the 
you know, the bubble screens, the attacking. Oh, my God. Looks like oh an, yeah, yes. Yeah, they look like a, an NFL offense, you know, um, like they were running plays. And, hey, that doesn't mean everything that they tried worked, but they look like they can make adjustments or that, hey, when that didn't work, let's change it to this. So they, they look good with Bo. I, I can only imagine what Derek would have done. All right, I agree. All right, I want to go now because we just addressed this issue a little bit. Uh, two questions, and they're both Mark Davis questions. Right. Um, when you look at the last two coaches, John Gruden picked Mike Mayock, and even though they tried to make it look differently, I said from day one, Josh McDaniels picked Dave Ziegler. Um. Do you think Mark Davis maybe learns a lesson and says, okay, my next general manager is going to be in charge? And if that's the case, does he wait to hire a general manager permanently who then makes the pick? Mm-hmm. Or do you think he kind of, well, you know, I'm going to wait and to see if I can get another big-name coach, let him pick his GM. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, on that? Do you, Would you like to see – Davis wait and hire a GM and let him hire the coach. Now, listen, I'm on the record. I think champ Kelly, I said champ Kelly should have been the, um, matter of fact, I remember when the search was going on, I had three top candidates, two of which Dave Ziegler and champ Kelly ended up working here. So I thought I did pretty good on the list. Um, I, I would have been happy if Dave would have got GM without Josh or Champ would have got GM with or without Josh. I don't think he would have went with Josh, by the way, just for the record. But um, I, I would like to see him just come out and say, okay, I'm giving it to to to, to um, Champ. But the point is, how big is this going to be for Davis to make that decision? Do I hire a GM and he picks the guy, or do I wait and and see how everything goes? Your thoughts? So, first of all, I think the decision itself is obviously huge, um, but I think the question is two-part, right? What I think he's going to do and what I think he should do are, are a little bit two different things. I think he's going to I think he's going to end up waiting and trying to maybe make a splash. In my opinion, what I think he should do is, is, is hire the GM and let the GM hire the coach. That way, there's not as much responsibility on the – when you let the coach hire the GM, you're basically giving the coach two different jobs. That's essentially what and you're doing. And it's too much. Yes. I, I'm, I'm going to – now, I think it's too much because Rick Goslin, who is the Hall of Fame journalist, he's my mentor and one of my dear friends. I, I will never forget this when I came to this beat. Now, he really likes John Gruden. He likes Mike Mayock, all that. But he said to me, you just don't find because coaches get into this mentality. For example, I, this is another thing I probably I'm not going to share it till I do my 10 things they disagreed on. But coaches get so in the forest, they can't see the trees. And there were several decisions that I know Ziegler, not because Ziegler told me. I know Ziegler didn't agree with. And I remember going to Ziegler on a particular issue and him asking me not to report on it. He goes, I'm not denying what you have is correct. Somebody close must have told you, but please don't. I'm not trying to caused division with Josh and I, and because I didn't feel like it was pertinent to reporting, I didn't. But um, I, I just think it's it's vitally important that, that, that you have a GM that can say to the coach, coach, listen, I'm watching from up in the sky boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it a little bit different than you. Yeah. I love you. I appreciate you. I want us to work together, but no, I'm not 
doing that. I I think it's vital for the, if this franchise is ever going to get where Mark Davis wants to go. And let me tell you, I don't doubt his commitment, Mm -hmm. his fire, or is it, I mean, the man just spent plus North $45 million to get rid of a guy. And someone says, well, that ain't nothing. He's a billionaire. I don't care who you are. 45 million, 45 million dollars. Especially to not have anything to show for it after spending that much money. Right. It's not like, oh, I spent 45 million and I got a house. No, you spent 45 million to pay somebody to not do a job. That's Ben a big Ziegler. Thing. I mean, he's he spent over a hundred million by time you figure in Gruden and McDaniels and Mayock and Ziegler. I mean, dear Lord God, the man's putting money out now. Don't tell me he don't believe nothing here now. Of All course. Right. Next, I was asked if I thought AP and Champ will keep the jobs, and I'm on the record. I hope Champ does, and I hope AP does good enough to keep it. But I also said, I can't just answer the question. Now, I think if AP gets the nine wins, I believe that is too many wins. I know for a fact that there has been regret with Mark not hiring Rich Passaccia. Now, the problem was, is Rich, Mark wanted to move on from Mayock. Mm-hmm. And Mayock made a lot of the same mistakes Ziegler made. I'll be talking about those after the season. And But he felt like, because Mayock was so in, we got to hire Rich, got to hire Rich, got to that he's like, nope, clean everybody out. Yeah. I think um, Mark has regret. I, I, I want to pick my words here. You know me. I'm, I'm very careful on my words, am I not? Yeah. Um, I think Mark has regretted not hiring Rich. Um, I'm not guessing there. I, I have reason to believe that. If AP gets to nine games, I, I I think Hondo's opinion, he keeps the job. If he doesn't, I think it's all up in the air. And so if he doesn't get to nine wins, here's what I think. And it could even not, nine wins not be enough. I just think it will be. Who's Mark going to listen to? Now, he's never just made the decision himself. He's always listened to advisors. Does he do it on his own for the first time? Does he listen to advisors? Does he listen to former players? How much Tom Brady? Now, listen, I I kind of broke it yesterday that just because the NFL nicks the Tom Brady deal, that's not dead. Tom's going to be part of this franchise. So how much of a voice does Tom Brady get? To me, this is one of the – the games matter. And for AP, I'm not minimizing it. But I think one of the biggest issues not getting discussed enough in Raider Nation is who's making the decision, and if it's not just Mark Davis, who's in his ear? That's huge. Your thoughts? So this is this is what I'll say. I think and I hope Mark Davis makes the decision for himself. Um, and the reason being is that you know you know I kind of brought up to you, hey, when he walked out the tunnel, he had a he had a haircut, he had a new swagger to him. It was like you know what? Why don't you follow that up with hey? I'm, I'm calling the shots a thousand percent. And guess what? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least it didn't work out on my watch, right? Not, hey, I gave it to three other people or some, 10 people told me this. And it, no, 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 no. Now, with that said, I think he's going to do a little bit of both. But I think the circle of people that he listens to is probably going to either change from what it has been and or it's going to decrease. Um, so it's only, you know, if he had five people in this area, it's going to go down to, to two, right? Maybe plus a time, you know, two other people plus a time Brady. I think Brady is going to have. Uh, a decent amount to say in it, 
I think he's going to be vocal. And, and you got to think Tom Brady, you know, in terms of playing, right, obviously is the GOAT. So who else better to listen to in terms of who to hire for GM, who to hire for coach? So I think Tom's going to have a large say. He might not get a lot of credit, but I think he's going to have a large part to say in that. And uh, Mark Davis is going to end up calling the final shot. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. But I think this is this is not just a new moment for the Raiders. This is a, a new moment for Mark Davis as a as an owner, um, you know, in the NFL to say, hey, I'm here. I'm running this show and, and it's me. So I'm curious to see what he does. I want to borrow a line from Coach Prime. Uh, by the way, you said it, I think, best. When Mark Davis came out of that tunnel, new hairdo, and he walked out like Ric Flair. Like, I fully expected him. <laughs> Literally, like, he walked out like he was walking out to the ring, man. Like, he was on a ring walk. He was like, yo, I'm, I mean, and the thing is this, is that it, I wouldn't have said anything if it was just the walk. It was the walk in the new haircut. He cut, the, that's what I was like, hold, it's, it's like when a woman cuts her hair, like, wait a minute, what's going on, right? So, I was happy I'm, I'm to gonna, see that. Uh, I'm going to text Mark. He needs to get some theme music so when he walks out of the tunnel, like Vince, or like glass. Or... He, had, he had the Stone Cold Steve Austin glass breaker behind him when he walked out on Sunday. So, yeah, he was he was a new man, and I, I like seeing that in him. I was so happy. He's such a good guy. I was yeah, so happy is. for him. Yeah. All right, prediction. I'm riding all the way with the Raiders. I think they get the, to, to – 510 games in, Zeekster. Mm -hmm. Give me your prediction. Listen, I got I got Raiders winning again. Winning again. Um, I think they're just going to ride that wave. Uh, and then this is what I'll say. I'll say they're, they're going to win by double digits again. So call it 24-14 um, and, you know, get that two-game winning streak going. And then, you know, what, Miami right after that? Any given Sunday. So we'll see. Any given <laughs> Sunday is true. Yes, sir. I just don't think that's Sunday. <laughs> but I hope I'm wrong. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I am riding the AP Champ Kelly train. I am officially, I'm not a fan, but I. you know me. Mm -hmm. And I told you this when you started working for me. Mm -hmm. We don't root for things. 100%. We're media. We don't create news. We report it. Yeah. But I told you, my dad taught me a long time ago, I root for good people. I don't understand yeah. the mentality in our country where, oh, this person succeeded, they must have cheated. Yeah. I want to see people prosper. Mm -hmm. I want to see people succeed, especially good people. And, yeah. man, when you look at Patrick Graham, Bo Hardegree, Champ Kelly, Sandra Douglas, Antonio Pierce, Mark Day, these are good people. Yeah. I want to see them do well. I want to see them prosper because, man, I take joy. I, I take joy. Yeah. And in, in, in the prosperity of good people, don't you? A hundred percent. And that is that is regardless of who, you know, what team you like or where you're from. Like, we all just want to see good people win. Right. That's just, you know, a, in a good person's nature is to want to see other good people win. So, yes, like you said, not necessarily rooting for them, but rooting for the you know the good ones to win. And I think that's important in this world. And I think it goes a long way. Well, it's just like you know about this. I don't think the fans do. I may have mentioned it before, but when I hired you and someone sent me an email, thank you for hiring a uh, black reporter. Mm -hmm. And remember me telling you, about, and I'm like, I didn't hire him because he was black. I didn't give a rat's butt that you were black. Yes, sir. I hired you because you're good. Yes, and sir. I hired you because you're a good guy. Yeah. Don't don't just don't minimize who Zeke is. That's one hell of a good reporter. <laughs> I appreciate that's that. That's why you got hired. And I that that's why. That's why I want to see them succeed. It, mm -hmm. 
Me wanting them to succeed has nothing to do with the color of their skin. It has mm -hmm. to do with their good people. And I love that. it. And, and I, man, I'll tell you what. I don't think they're winning in Miami. Yeah. But you go down to Miami and you get a win. Hey, so listen. It's going to be a happy hondo. I'll tell listen. you what. I'll make you a deal. They get the win. I, I've got to tell you, and I'll tell you off air who it is. Somebody within the organization that watches our okay. pod every day okay. told me, I will get you the hoodie if you'll do one episode of the Sports Illustrated Fan Nation <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, Honda in a hoodie. <laughs> I told them no because I got to look professional. I will do an episode of this in a Raider hoodie. Hey, and they go and listen, that just made me so much more excited about the Miami game. Like, let's go. Listen, they gotta go get that W now. So, yes, listen, if they get that, we have to do Honda in a hoodie, and uh it's gotta be a dope play too. So I don't know if you want to do like cut the sleeves off or something. Uh, you know, go old no, school building. I'm not no? gonna I don't by the way, I don't even know what does a dope hoodie mean. Oh no, like a, it's a cool hoodie, like a, a good thing. Yeah, like dope is like English. so I mean a cool hoodie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah, it's a good thing. See, now, when I was growing up, if you said something was dope, it meant stupid. Like, you dope. <laughs> hey, this is going to make a lot of people laugh when they hear this part of the conversation because it's the exact opposite here. Like, dope is a it's a compliment these days. All right, but give me credit. Today in the press room, yeah. did I not drop a Zeke-ism when I said 100? <laughs> hey, use the word 100 in a sentence. It was so smooth. I, I didn't catch it the first time. I thought you were just having a casual conversation. And then you said something. Oh, no, you said, I'm keeping it 100. <laughs> Like, Hondo? Like, where is this coming from? Hey, and don't forget the gold chains, Hondo. Don't forget the gold chains. I'm not listening. The listen. chain? Show, show, show the chains. Show the chains. <laughs> not chains. I have a chain. Oh, no, I thought you had multiple. You only got one? What? Oh, we got to get I'm you another I'm not Mr. Team. Listen, oh. <laughs> I'm going to say this, and this is going to uh, Never mind. I probably shouldn't. I don't we need to get you another one. Hey, no. Ask, we got to get you two. Two chains. We got to get you two. Hey, <laughs> I do know. Yeah, never mind. Okay. <laughs> That's enough. People yes. are already tired of it. Zeke, I love you. I appreciate love you. Of course, I'll be with you tomorrow uh, yes, here sir. at the facility. For all of us at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network, thanks for joining us, everybody. Listen, we are growing so fast, all because of you guys. We just added another staff member, Michael, who's doing videos. So now we're not only doing these long videos, we're doing sh uh, shorts. Make sure you're watching our shorts. These are just these are videos that are less than one minute, just quick topics uh, from press conferences. So make sure you're subscribing, following, doing all of that. Remember, Zeke, tell them your Twitter. My Twitter um, is E Z as in zebra Trezevant. My last name, so E Z Trezevant. T R E Z E V as in Victor. A N as in Nancy. T as in Tom. He doesn't mean easy like a Sunday morning. His name is Ezekiel. <laughs> And I'm yes. at Hondo Carpenter, H-O-N-D-O-C-A-R-P-E-N-T-E-R. -E -E from all of us here at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, here from the facility. Thanks for joining us, everybody. God bless you. Just hope you have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.